When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a sandwich snacker. I'm also a huge fan of history, a little less important, but I do love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today in 1928, Chillicothe Baking Company in Missouri debuted its sliced bread loaves, the first time that sliced bread was sold. A jeweler named Otto Frederick Rowetter had been working on a bread slicing machine as early as 1917, but a fire broke out in the studio and destroyed his prototype and blueprints. So it wasn't until 1927 that Rowetter successfully designed the machine and sold it to his friend, Frank Bench, who was a baker. Not only did his new machine slice bread, but it also wrapped it. You could say that wrapping the sliced bread was the greatest thing since slicing the sliced bread. Jokes aside, slicing bread was actually a huge deal. The inventor patented his machine and he continued selling them to bakers in the area. Before, people would buy loaves and slice them at home themselves. It's not a huge inconvenience, but have you ever tried slicing a loaf yourself? It's not that easy to get even slices with a uniform thickness, but this invention made it so that bread could be purchased pre-sliced. By 1930, the Continental Baking Company, one of the largest baking companies in the country, introduced Wonder Bread. And Wonder Bread sliced bread really was a wonder. Sliced bread was so popular that sales boomed for automatic pop-up toasters, invented in 1926 by Charles Streit. By 1933, bakeries produced more sliced loaves than unsliced loaves. The Chillicothe Constitution, Tribune, a newspaper that's still reporting today, wrote excitedly about the invention. They said that some people might find the invention startling, but you'll experience, quote, a thrill of pleasure when you see the precise, neat slices. They wrote, here is a refinement that will receive a hearty and permanent welcome. The slices were slightly less than half an inch each. Today, our bread slices are generally that size too. Where does the idiom, the best thing since sliced bread come from? Well, let me tell you. When the product was advertised, sliced bread was called the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. So if you want to say something is really great, but not as great as sliced bread, you can say it's the best thing since bagged bread? Well, between 1927 and 1936, Rowetter had seven patents approved that had to do with bread slicing and handling. Now, his first bread slicer is on view at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Chillicothe, Missouri, located in Livingston County, is quite proud of its relationship to the best invention since, well, yeah. <laughs> its population is under 10,000, 
but its formal nickname is the home of sliced bread. Outside the Livingston County Courthouse is a large mural depicting what the town might have looked like back in 1927, horse-drawn carriages and all. The courthouse is on the National Register of Historic Places. Is it because of the bread? Maybe not, but it's a pretty cool mural. Another nickname for Chillicothe is the Highway City, so I guess if you're ever driving through Missouri, go check out the sliced bread mural. The invention of sliced bread also happened to coincide with the Great Depression the worst economic downturn in the industrialized world's history. The stock market crashed in 1929, and until 1939, unemployment rates were uncommonly high, and poverty increased. Still, people needed to eat their bread, whether it was sliced or not. The invention proved to be more than just a fad. When's the last time you bought a loaf that wasn't sliced? Sliced bread was briefly banned from the market in January 1943 during World War II. This was a conservative measure, since it required more plastic to keep bread slices fresh than unsliced loaves. The public outcry was tremendous. A woman wrote a letter to the New York Times claiming that, quote, I should like to let you know how important sliced bread is to the morale and saneness of a household. My husband and four children are all in a rush during and after breakfast. Without ready sliced bread, I must do the slicing for toast. Two pieces for each one. That's ten. For their lunches, I must cut hand by hand at least twenty slices for two sandwiches apiece. Afterward, I make my own toast. Twenty-two slices of bread to be cut in a hurry. By March 8th, the ban of sliced bread was lifted, which was great news for that concerned Times reader. Some people think it was because of the outcry that it came back, which is probable, but apparently the War Production Board claimed that there was enough wax paper available to wrap bread for four months. Phew. Now, next time you make a speedy sandwich, you'll know that there's more to that half-inch slice of bread than you thought. Now, for today's music fact, we have a very special guest. Jelani Arieh is here to talk about this day in his life. Just wanted to give a quick thanks to Maya MXM Tune for having me on her podcast. Um, but it's crazy how we go through each and every day without really thinking how much history is behind each and every one. Um, and for me, I guess that day was July 7th, 2017. Um, that was the day I put out my first EP, Suburban Destinesia. Um, and it was super scary. It was just almost like a shot in the dark, um, just making this project for myself with really no expectation. But um, the reception was so nice and the fact that I made this thing for myself and I learned that it can help so many other people and that realization alone, I think, is what has kept me in this business and um, making more and more music. Um, so July 7th, just a big day, I think everything kind of snowballed and took off after that and is still snowballing. Um, but yeah, without that day, I don't know where I'd be. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me on here. <laughs> Peace out and much love. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a July 7th in my life. On July 7th, 2017, I was playing Pokemon Go. Now, yesterday on 365, we talked about Pokemon Go, the history and when it was started. 
And I have a screenshot here of catching a Snorlax in Pokemon Go. And I was really excited because I was in LA. I was visiting the college of that day. I was visiting, I believe, was Arcsci, which is um, like a very small architecture school in Los Angeles, California. But I went to Santa Monica Pier and went with my family friends and we played Pokemon Go for literally three hours on that pier. And it was so much fun. And very few things have topped the release of Pokemon Go and the excitement and anticipation I remember feeling with my brother when we were like downloading the app and so, so excited to play and like made our mom drive around to different places so we could go and catch Pokemon. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.